Welcome back, and today we will be discussing the formula element, heart. The heart is emphasized heavily in the Bible. We must pay close attention to it daily. Without, we are spiritually lost. Try doing a concordant study on the word heart. A page from BibleHub.com defines the Hebrew meaning of heart as the inner man, mind, and will. In the greatest commandment, Moses did not use the word mind because the Hebrew meaning of heart includes the mind. So in the Old Testament, when the word heart is used, it is likely applying to the mind and feelings. BibleHub.com adds this description to the Greek version, which is in the New Testament. Desire producer that makes us tick. Our desire decisions that establish who we really are. Inspiration is to bring about desire. Getting inspired can be a powerful experience. Desire and passion can motivate us toward action. We can have desire for love and peace or for anger and fear. We can have desire for mercy or for money. We can have desire for God's ways and righteousness or for selfish ambition. We can have desire for sex, drugs, approval, vanity, and many other ungodly things. Stories in the Bible describe the way with God involves desiring God and God's ways. We ought to grow our desire toward truth, justice, humility, love, and peace. What we desire is contingent upon our understanding and choices. We cannot desire something we do not know exists. We have to first know about it in order to desire it. Our desires can change through new learning and experience. An addict has intense desires for things in destructive ways. Those who recover can learn to desire new things through new experiences and learning. The change often comes through a program of new action. Grace, the spiritual element that feeds our soul, has power to awaken our spiritual understanding. Grace is what our soul desires, and when we taste it, we realize how much we need it and want it. As we receive and accept God's grace into our hearts, we can receive with it new experiences and learning. We can taste the good of God and come to desire it more. See Psalm 34, 8. As desires come, we can discern our choices to ensure they agree with God's goodness. Seeing correctly enables us to act correctly. We may not be able to change all of our desire to be exactly like God, but we can surely make improvements one desire at a time. Discernment will be needed to help us stand firm and continue to improve with God. Colossians 3.1 Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. We are called to set our hearts. The word desire is used 190 times in the New King James Version. Desire for material over the spiritual. We ought to know what we love. Do we love stuff or the Holy Spirit of God within us? What motivates us more, money or peace? Our desires can illuminate errors within our faith or belief. Our understanding may need adjustments. Taking action with God's goodness can help if we choose to let it become part of who we are. See 1 Timothy 6.10, 2 Timothy 3.2, and Luke 16.14, Mark 12.38. Then he said to them in his teaching, Beware of scribes who desire 
to go around in long robes. Love greetings in the marketplaces. What we desire and love matters. Read John 8:37 to 47. John 15:7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. The word if is a crucial piece of information that can often be overlooked. It means there is a condition involved. There are many areas in the Bible that uses this clause. Acts 8.37, John 8.42, John 14.15, Matthew 19.17, Romans 8.9, 10, 11.21-23, 13.4, 1 Corinthians 3.17, and 8.3. And this is just some of the New Testament. The Old Testament has even more. You can also do a concordance search on the word unless. One example is Matthew 5.20, For I say to you, unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Also, those who. For example, in Matthew 5, there are different verses of 6, 10, and oh, verse 4. They say, Blessed are those who mourn. In 5.6, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Or blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness. For righteousness means our hearts and minds are set to do God's righteousness. We are seeking to be right with God. So all these little words, they mean something. And we put together, they, they make a different point. Every word of John 15 works together to describe how Jesus wants our whole being to respond. Jesus not only lays out the good that can come from applying our whole inward authority to be with God, but also says we can be cast out. In John 15, 6, If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. God wants us to know we can hurt through our selfish ambitions and ungodly pursuits. But more importantly, God wants us to keep our minds and hearts focused on seeing how our alignment and practices with God's ways produce healing, restoration, freedom, and joy. So let's not get stuck on the negative consequences, but just be aware they exist. Our motivation is to pursue good, not fear evil. We cling to what is good. See Romans 12.9. In Psalm 37.4, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. If we can delight ourselves in God's ways, purpose, righteousness, and grace, then our heart will be set upon God's goodness. Then God will give us the desires of our hearts, God's grace. In Matthew 16, 24-25, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Also in Matthew 20, 26-28, Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you Let him be your servant, and whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave, just as the Son of Man did 
not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Our desire can be transformed if we are willing to take the action and accept the transformation into our hearts and minds. We must accept the good in love, peace, gentleness, patience, forgiveness, mercy, truth, justice, and generosity to be our goal. We must experience these more and more to taste the good of God and grow in understanding. The fire inside to grow with God can burn out. Inspiration can slip away. Mistakes, disbelief, and fear can develop. After coming home from a spiritual retreat, it can often be the case that we lose the sense of a powerful spiritual experience. As our minds and hearts shift away from God in our activities, our spiritual experiences can decrease. Sometimes we will need to invest the time and effort without the inspiration. If we stay with the time, effort, and thought toward God, the inspiration can come back. The heart, although a fundamental ingredient, is not the leading component. Our feelings and experiences largely result from our choices and perceptions. It takes time and regular practice with introspective analysis to see why we do what we do, which brings the feelings we experience. Many of us may not be able to perceive our thoughts and mental condition which create our inward ambiance that largely affects our emotional state. For now, let's just understand that our perceptions greatly impact our faith which brings forth resulting feelings. It is important to understand there are many areas of our perceptions which we have little control or influence, especially over immediate change. But we can choose to set aside our perceptions that interfere with following God and instead choose to believe God's ways. We can choose to disregard what we think and follow God more. We can die to self and do more of what Jesus taught us to do. Many of us who can mostly only sense what we feel can be led by our feelings. We may be choosing actions to help our emotional state. We may avoid actions because we don't feel like it. Such behavior can be emotionally-led behavior. Imagine if we only went to work or school because we felt like it. We will seldom achieve goals if we become led by our feelings. Feelings are powerful and an essential element, but they are not the leading determinant factor to pursue God. We ought to pursue God because we believe God is the most important thing in our lives. God is the solution to all things good. Living for God is right correct, and the path to freedom, peace, love, and joy. When we are down, tired, stressed, busy, etc., we are to seek God and do God's will. We are to serve God. God wants us to stand firm with God's ways, even when we do not desire it. Our faith may need to be stronger and longer than our passion. Realistically, it may be best to simply and practically understand our growth with God is to be gradual and progressive. We will not all of a sudden become perfectly patient, loving, and just forever. We will likely have good days and not so good days. Yet we will need to practice throughout our lives returning to trust God more than our feelings. If our desire for God leaves and then we choose to stop pursuing God, our choice not staying with God, can rob us of the opportunity to receive more grace. Isn't God's grace worth obeying God even when we don't want to? In James 1, 
but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. James writes, drawn away by his own desires. We get the desires, and as we get the desires, we have a choice of whether to correct our thinking or continue thinking about evil desires. If we continue thinking about evil desires and play them out in our minds, we will be giving ourselves over to them that can bring forth death. The heart has desires, but the mind can choose to focus upon God to move us toward God's desires. We can increase awareness into our thinking through disciplined practices, increase discernment, and gradually improve the skill of redirecting our thoughts. Proverbs 23.19 Listen, my son, and be wise, and set your heart on the right path. We can set our hearts. In the next talk about the mind, we will discuss how to practice 2 Corinthians 10.5, which says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Thank you for listening and may you choose to grow more and more with God's ways, seeking experiences which can bring forth the beauty and joy of God's grace. Mm-hmm.